want your nibble on my neck just right Won't you turn me into a vampire just like you In your musty attic, baby, I will hang For you, girl, I will even floss my fangs If you turn me into a vampire just like you Mortal love was never meant to last So bite me, baby, 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 baby and give me a chance she just looked at me and she laughed She said, I'll suck your blood when you suck my ass Whoa, oh, 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 oh I'll suck your blood when you suck my ass Whoa, oh, 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 oh I guess that's a no Caleb? Yes, Kim? When the hell are we covering bones, honey? Uh... You call me back now, you let me know Okay don't have this southern bell getting all angry. Yes. All right, you heard me now. You're a southern bell? Why does she also sound like a grandmother? I don't know. She has a lot of issues last time I checked. A lot of very serious personal issues that are affecting the way she lives her life. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. We do need to watch Bones soon. Okay, well, Kim, look, we're, we're going to watch Bones, okay? We'll watch Bones. Look, there's so many things on this fucking list... You keep adding to the goddamn list. We already have like 40 Amityville movies to watch. She wants to watch all these Scream movies. She wants to watch fucking All I'll Know What You I Still Know What You Did. Like, oh, whatever. There's so many. Scary Kim. movie. Kim, we got to just look one, one step at a time. Kim. <laughs> one step at a time. She just wants to be on the show from now until the day she dies. Yeah, she keeps saying she doesn't want to be a part of this, but then she's like, let's do all these other things. All right, Kim. Let's add to it. Let's right. make the list longer. All right, Kim. I see. I see, buddy. All right. Well, this is an I'll Suck Your Blood episode. I am incredibly angry. I'm incredibly annoyed. Do you have something to say? I'm excited. What? Vampires. <laughs> Look, I'm excited to be talking to you and an I'll Suck Your Blood territory. I don't. Is this a vampire movie? This is much more of a. I'm. I'm not gonna say werewolf. This is a lichen movie. I hate the fact that they like go through such extremes to be like they're lichens. Well, you know them by werewolves. It's like just fucking call them werewolves. Like, why are we trying to make it cool? Like, I get that like lichen is an older term, but like, who fucking cares? You're not smart. And how many fucking times do they have to say lichen? I, I don't want to hear the word lichen ever again in my life. They said it probably 50 times in the... Uh, okay, I'm going to start this off by saying I watched the extended version. I regret every second of it. I wish I watched the cut version, the one where they cut out like at least an hour of this movie. Because somehow, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what I saw that you didn't see, James, but I can't yeah. imagine that I remember it. I can't imagine, I can't it, imagine it was important. It was not important. It can't be. There's no fucking way anything that happened is important because everything I watched was important. Nothing important happened in the first hour when they're introducing everything. The second hour comes, and I was still so dissatisfied. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like Underworld, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna cut right to the chase. I'm not happy about covering this. I'm pretty fucking pissed. Anthony Carrera, what are you doing, bud? What, what was your reasoning for this? And you know what's bullshit? You know what's so bullshit? He started this off and he was like, all right, Underworld or Resident Evil? 
It's the same fucking movie. Same movie. <laughs> it's the same movie. He did that on purpose. It's the well, same movie. It was my movie. choice. It was my fucking choice. He did this earlier with The Shining, too. He was like, let the right one in or The Shining. It's the same fucking movie, bud. <laughs> you keep giving me the same goddamn thing. That's his, that's his plan, though. It's bullshit, dude. I mean, I watched this fully today. I don't remember any of it. But what I do remember, I, I don't know... Like, I, I can't tell you what is different from Resident Evil. It's been a while since I've watched Resident Evil, but they, they're the same movie. I mean, yes and no. They they are not the same movie. The first Resident Evil takes place in this giant mansion, and they, you know, and then there's zombie dogs. and Okay, maybe I'm remembering the other ones more, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck Underworld. I don't... <laughs> This isn't a good movie at all. So we're not going to be covering all six or eight or whatever of them there are? There's no way that I'm ever covering another one of these ever again. I couldn't even remember the names of the characters. I know <sighs> there's Celine. There's Michael. Yep. That's as far as the guy with the big forehead. Uh, Craven. No, no. The the guy with the bigger forehead. He was the lichen. <laughs> he was the lichen guy. <laughs> Oh shit! The 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 scientist of the thing. I don't know. He's the guy who's like, I'm gonna meld them the together. The one who was supposed to be dead. Um, shit, I forget. His, his name. wife got uh burned I know. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. See, this is the issue with this shit. They all look the same. They all look the same. They're all terrible. They all have big foreheads, long greasy hair. I can't tell anyone like apart. Me. I just okay, but it's not. You're not you're not on this level, man. These guys are like oh, something else. I'm, work, I'm working on it. I should have I should have wet it down just for this episode. Put some gel Stop. on it. Stop. They all look disgusting. I can't imagine anyone in this movie smells good. <laughs> like if not even just for the set design, like for the fact that like they needed to have like a certain kind of, you know, look to them. They had to just they, they got disgusting for this. They're grimy. So Kate Beckinsale, who. I kind of thought I knew for other things, but then when I start looking into her, I realized that I don't, and I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone knows Kate Beckinsale for anything other. Oh, no, 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 no. She's in, she's in, uh, shit. I didn't know that we were going to go here. Of course we're going to go here. Who else is in this movie? Who else is important? I just had this conversation about, what, else, about what all she's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll stall. I'll let you get this. Oh, so that was one interesting thing. You know what else is the same movie as this movie is the 2004 Van Helsing movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, so she's only been in Underworld. I was going to say, guess what? She's also in that, and it's the same fucking movie. It's werewolves versus vampire. So you're reiterating my statement that she is only known for Underworld, and for some reason I thought Kate Beckinsale was like a more dynamic actress, but she's not. She's She's the Underworld girl. She's in one uh, chick flick that was really big, I, but I can't remember what it was. It, uh, Serendipity with uh, John Cusack. Okay, yeah, I've never seen Serendipity. I haven't either, but uh, Hannah, my wife, was really excited about it. Okay, well, then Kate Beckinsale is in a total of two movies. And Pearl Harbor, she was in Pearl Harbor. Okay, you're just naming things now. No one has seen any of these or cares. That 2001 Pearl Harbor movie no. was a huge deal. No, she was that didn't in, happen. There were so the many aviator. other things Dude, going on in 2001. She's in fucking Click. Is she in Cl 
Wait, is she the is she Adam Sandler's wife in Click? Yes. Okay, never mind. Kate Beckinsale is a big actress. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale is a dynamic actress, and she has done nothing wrong in the world. If she was if she was the wife in Click, then it's fine. <laughs> I take back everything I said. Good. And you know what? Underworld's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, okay, that's I knew fine. I'd find it. I knew I'd find it. There was something in there. I didn't realize she was the wife in Click, but once you said that, once you said she was in Click, I started thinking about she has to be the wife. She is, yeah. Okay. She's gorgeous. I mean, I'll give her that. I mean, if if nothing else, she is the best part of this movie because she is just a beautiful specimen she's just gorgeous i mean the whole movie it's not even like in a gross like male gazy way like she's just like looking at art like the whole film it's just like this is this is what beauty is she's like the mona lisa and i love that for her but you yeah. know what it also probably does help that everyone in this is as far from being the Mona Lisa as possible. So like everyone else is fucking gross. How does a star not shine in a in a room full of um actual feces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. There is that one girl that uh just looks like every character, every female blonde character on Game of Thrones and yeah. she's pretty. She's pretty too. But I mean, yeah. she doesn't play as big of a role. Kate's the one running around the whole time. And I will argue that she's not doing anything when she's running around the whole time. She's doing a lot of running. She's doing a lot of running and like staring at people. There is so much staring in this movie that like I felt uncomfortable staring at the screen because I thought it was going to feel like I was looking at it too much. S staring you know? back at you. Yeah, like everything just felt like it, it, it was weird. I felt like I was staring into the souls of each actor in this while they were staring at each other. Yeah, no, I get that. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot. The other people in this, there's Scott Speedman, who's James Hoyt, a.k.a. the main dude, getting invaded alongside his wife in The Strangers. That's who that is. And he's actually in like a fair amount of horror movies. Aside from that, The Strangers is probably the only one that's really well known. Yeah, interesting. And then James really liked this guy, Shane Brawley, and he told oh, me to find everything God. that I could about him. He's the fucking worst. Every movie he's in is rated terribly. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I went through like all of his movies and a good 90% were rated under like a 3.5 on IMDb. Dude, and that says I a lot. I swear, like he had to just be like friends with the casting director or something. He can't act his way out of a paper bag. I thought you were shitting on this guy too hard. And then the first scene that I saw him in. I immediately took back everything that I had in my mind. I was like, I was trying to give him a chance. And the first scene that I saw him, I was done with him. He was staring off at the camera like he was just like staring directly into the lens. He's like tilting his head and like he's using this fake voice is like, I don't really know what you're trying to say to me. It's so bad. He's like. He's overacting and underacting at the same time, and I don't know where the line is. Like, I don't know where it ends and where it <laughs> and where it begins. It's 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 so weird. I feel like I feel like I I don't actually see bad acting in most movies. I might be like, oh, the acting shit, but like, it's not it's not bad acting. I just didn't like it. Yeah, like it's weird. It doesn't make sense or something. This is fucking bad. Like, he is a bad actor. He's not good at his job. 
And it's weird, too, because even though I really hated this movie, I think it's really fucking boring. I can give it like ups like I'm not going to say it's outright a terrible movie, but it's definitely not a movie that I like. It's not a movie I'm ever really going to watch again. It's not something I give a shit about at all. I'm going to preface it with that at fucking all. I do not care about this, but the acting in this is fine. Like it's I don't really like what they were acting toward and what like the whole goal of it was and everything. But the acting was fine. No one was terrible in this, except for this one fucking guy. This one guy. And he's, he's so bad. And he's, he's one of the main characters. He's essentially a main villain. Yeah, he's like a good guy, I guess, kind of at first. And then he becomes a villain. But the whole time, like you're staring at this guy the whole time. I don't believe him when he's on their side. I don't believe him when he's not on their <laughs> side. But I don't know whose side he's on. He's not on the director's side because he's not fucking helping that guy out at all. I don't think he got casted. I think his hair got casted. This is such a... They saw his hair and they're like, that's vampire hair. We need this guy. Dude, it's so bad. It's like really bad. Okay, the only other person I want to mention is Wentworth Miller. He's Captain Cold or Freeze or whatever the fuck in uh, Arrow and like Flash. Or no, he's mainly in Flash, but he's like in the Arrowverse. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's all I really knew him from. I thought he was Quinn. From Dexter, like Dexter's uh, uh, Deborah's boyfriend. Oh, right. Yeah, and I just realized that I confuse them all the time. Like, like more often than I thought I did. Oh, it's the guy who's not Quinn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's not Quinn? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, why would I ever remember his name? Wentworth Miller? <laughs> That's insane. Wentworth. How do you go through life being named Wentworth? Like, could you imagine working on set with him? And, like, what do you say? Like, hey. What's up, Went? Hey, Went, can you point me in the direction of craft services? Like, can you imagine getting roasted and someone's like, hey, Went, what's your worth? <laughs> like, by a director, like some director who thinks he's really doing something and saying something crazy, and you're just like, okay, well, this is a stupid rip, but, like, it's still annoying that my name is this and you're able to do that. Wentworth. Wentworth. Okay, get over yourself, man. The, the biggest issue to Underworld with me, which I guess you kind of point out, it's also kind of respectable... But to me, I don't like that everyone involved in this, this was directed by Ian Wiseman. It was written by Kevin, uh, I'm going to botch this, like, Grievio, because it's yeah. like the O-U-X, so I'm assuming I just get rid of the end of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ian, again, and then Danny McBride. And Danny McBride, I heard that name, I thought it was someone else. I think I'm thinking of uh, 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 fucking what's-his-name from, is it Eastbound and Down? Isn't that his name? Is it? Isn't that Danny McBride? Yeah, I. Well, this is, it's not the guy who wrote this. There's two, two Danny McBrides. Okay, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, I'm not going crazy. There is another Danny McBride, right? Yeah, Danny McBride is Eastbound and Down. He was a co-writer of the new Halloween movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is that. De- that's who I thought this was because I saw Danny McBride. It's not that guy. This guy just makes it's Underworld not that movies. Guy. No, it's not. See, there's two Danny McBrides. <laughs> I knew that was his fucking name, and I had to convince myself it wasn't, because I was like, there's no wow. way this guy's just out here using that name. I was like, it has to be another McBride or something. It's like Donald or something. <laughs> I was like, his name's Donald, the Eastbound Donald Down guy. McBride. Yeah. No, yeah, there's two Danny McBrides. Okay, so I'm Son not going bitch. crazy. That's that's good to know. Uh, Danny McBride, this Danny McBride, actually is, he appears in Underworld as a character. Was he Rez? He's Mason. Okay, one of the other uh, writers, too. Maybe that was Kevin uh, Grievio. He's, so these uh, fuckers wrote themselves into the movie? <laughs> they wrote themselves in the movie. 
<laughs> the the only movies that they make are these. They make them I all together. That. And I have so much respect for that. <laughs> but everything I've heard about these, everyone says the first one's good and it gets worse after this. Sure, that's fine. But I'm uh, just saying, like, like me and you, like, if we actually, we've made so many jokes about, yeah. like, making movies. If we could start making movies and all we did was make, like, one series and they're all connected, like, even if they suck, like, at least we did it, right? It's true. I do agree with that. And it is respect respectable. Um, Spoiler alert, I'm still giving your movie a one star. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I can't in good faith go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> but I do commend you for sticking to your guns. I respect it. I know I'm sure a lot went into these movies. I don't know how you got a $22 million budget, and I don't know how the same people that produce Million Dollar Baby produced this. There was really nothing else that I saw that Lakeshore Entertainment did, except for, like, it was, like, Million Dollar Baby and then a bunch of Underworld movies, and everything else was, I guess, kind of, like, there were relevant things on there, but I'm like, I only care about Million Dollar Baby and Underworld. That's insane. It's fucking weird, dude. I don't know where this came from. But it had a box office of $95.7 million. But why? Like, this came Jeez. out of the woodwork. So how does this make $100 million? I must have just, like, not... I must. Maybe I don't know what the background of this. There's something else. But as far as I know, there aren't comics of this. There is. This isn't another story. This isn't based off of anything else. They just made this. Is it just because Resident Evil made money? Bro, I think that it's just, like, seeing how much money was available in the early 2000s but it wasn't it wasn't distributed the same way that it is now like with movies because like now anyone can make a movie almost you know and so like because there's so many more movies that get made in general like you really have to put a lot into marketing like i feel like just doing some commercials in 2004 was good enough marketing now you have to like get your tv star to have a fucking mcdonald's meal if you want good marketing like it was so much easier to market back then so a movie that's not based off a book that's not based off of anything can just dominate the box office where it's almost impossible for that to happen today yeah this wasn't 2003 so i think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying yeah man it was just it, it, the fact that it made that much money blows my mind even like this was a post matrix era so then anything that came out that slightly looked like the Matrix did well. It's true. And you know what? They totally just wrote a character from the Matrix into this movie <laughs> and just gave him a trench coat and some tiny glasses and called it a day. I mean, that was every action movie in the early 2000s. Yeah. Are we happy about that? Or like, are we, are we going to let that slide? Or It's just it's just what it is, man. Like, there's there's no escaping it. Fuck, okay, I, had I, a, I had a trench coat in 2003. See, this is what's weird about 2003. I feel like nowadays, a lot of the times the when you go to like Rotten Tomatoes, the audience is usually a little more on the right side and the critics just have no fucking clue what's going on. Right. But then I look at this in 2003 and I think the complete opposite. And I feel like I see this in a lot of movies. The critics gave this a 31%. Audience gave this a 79. Yep. And then it has a 7 on IMDb. Yeah, it's because the movies that came out at that time were shit. But so many of us have like nostalgic, like rosy, fu fuzzy feelings toward that shitty style that we still rate them high. And then now all the critics are just hipsters or something that are just like sucking every movie's dick that has the slightest bit of art in it. They see like a flower and they're like, this is the artsiest movie I've ever seen. A24 picked this up five stars. That's true. Someone call IGN. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. But it but it debuted at Cannes. 
Well, I would like to say that this conversation isn't going to consist of me continuing to sound angry and shitting on this, um, but uh, it's only going to get worse from here. Let's get into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to All Suck Your Blood, guys. I'm Caleb. <laughs> Vampires suck. That's James. <laughs> I want to start off by saying that this was really action-filled. It consisted of bullets, and very early on I decided there definitely wouldn't be a kill count. Oh, I'm glad. I was going to count them, and then I was like, no. nope. I mean, that's pretty much a staple for All Suck Your Blood. We never really c count kills for vampire movies, yeah. but every once in a while, I decide I'm going to try to sometimes. But the second I saw all the action and all this bullshit, I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not, I'm not taking fucking a kill count on the new Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> it's not even worth it. Anyway, aside from that, action movies of this style, I feel like I'm kind of just along for the ride. Like, they're kind of fun to watch sometimes. Yeah. And I can kind of just let my mind disappear and not care about it and watch it. But mm -hmm. I feel like this didn't have any redeeming factors. There was no funny parts. There was no points that were, like, really crazy action-filled. So it was really, really cool. All the action was kind of subpar. And yeah. then they tried to make it a really serious story when yeah. all it was was over-explaining a stupid fucking plot point for maybe an hour and a half of the movie. And then when the, when the plot point finally comes around, it's like this big old prophecy and whatever. It's supposed to be like this cool monster. The dude just gets his ass beat. Yeah, that's that's the movie. And that's the fucking problem. <laughs> like everything we're going to talk about in between does not matter because nothing fun happens in it. Yeah, that's the movie. You're not there for the ride. It, it wanted It wanted to be an action movie thrill ride, but then it was like, they were like, wait, we really got to tell this. We really got to get the lore right. Whenever, go back and watch the first Matrix movie. Nobody give a fuck about the lore. You can just make it about vampires and werewolves fighting and we'll be fine with that. And the worst part is the explanation is basically someone's erotic fan fiction, right? Yeah, it's just, hey, I wanted a vampire and a werewolf to fuck. And I wanted a cool vampire werewolf Mewtwo baby. And I wanted to beat things asses. But instead, we got a human with some great dirt rubbed all over him, and then he doesn't even know how to fight. I love how he starts to transform into a werewolf, and you're like, oh, this thing's going to be fucking crazy. And then it's like, nope, he's just a dirty dude. How the fuck does he turn like, like he was like 10 shades darker than he was when he was just dirty, and he had like a like symbiote kind of like look to his body. He looked right. like he was turning into Venom, but like with some crazy like bone structure and like fucking a huge spine and whatnot and then he just reverts back to a human that's kind of dirty yeah it sucked that and that's what the movie that's what the goal of the movie is the goal of the movie is to get this guy to turn into a dirty human to turn a dirtier to, human a dirtier version of himself that's so fucking stupid and now we have to talk about and everything then, in and between. then he has to splash around in a puddle for 30 minutes yeah and I feel like he was doing that before, too. Like, he got back to that puddle. He got thrown back in the puddle that he was already in at one point. Uh, my wife looked up at me during this one and said, how many times is someone just going to get kicked into a puddle? Dude, why? <laughs> like, what does that represent? It's just a normal puddle. There's no there's no special properties of this puddle. It's, it's a amazing. puddle. It's a fucking puddle. All right. When Underworld begins, we find out that the Lycan King has been killed, and now a lot of bald guys are destined to hunt down a greasy, strangly hair man. Um, after they find their straggle target, I said strangly, whatever, straggly. I, I don't care. He looks like he got strangled. He looks like he should be strangled. 
one guy tries to shoot another guy, and then this guy shoots that guy, and then pew pew, and then bang bang, and then brrr, there's more gunshots. Vampire gets hit with a UV bullet. He ah. Turns, he turns all glowy. Pew pew pew. He turns all glowy and dies. The first 10 minutes is no dialogue and just bullets being yeah. shot. Yeah, and them much. running around back and forth and shooting more bullets. Also, this is where we already established that vampires are just Batman with guns. It will come around more. There will be uh, some instances that will really shine a light on that. Oh, dude, she's she's perched on the edge of like she a, is. a rooftop. <laughs> and she jumps down and her trench coat looks like Batman's cape. It's crazy that I watched this an hour ago and I like have very little memory of that like i remember it but it's like so vague <laughs> like the shocking part is around this same time like there was a tv show called birds of prey which was mm. like set in the batman universe and it was sort of like buffy meets batman because it had like the same vibe kind of even as this movie did but like for tv so it was a little lower budget um but it starred huntress who in the lore at the time was kind of sort of a Batman from a different universe's daughter, but like she basically it dressed exactly like Kate Beckinsale does in this movie. And so I don't know necessarily which idea came first, but that looks exactly the same. Like you should look up the old birds of prey show. Cause they look exactly the same. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard of it. That's about the extent of my knowledge of it. Yeah. I have uh, I kept the whole set on DVD. I think I, is it animator? It's live action, right? It's live action. Yep. 2002. So it was before this movie. Uh, yeah, that's the same outfit. It's exactly the same. It's <laughs> the same she's, outfit. She's got, like, the the perfect, like, shoulder-length hair and everything. Like, it's just the same. Like, this Underworld and Birds of Prey are in the same universe. And also, I want to go back for a second to the little intro thing they said. You know, they said something about the Lycan King was killed. Now bald guys are hunting lichens or whatever. That's all the story that they're going to explain again later, right? When they're like, hey... This guy with a really big forehead and greasier hair than everyone else, he's a lichen. He was in love with a vampire. She yes. got burned. And now, and, and then the king was her father. Right. Victor is her father. Yes. Emperor Palpatine. Yes. The Cenobite. When did he grow hair? Because the whole time he looked very frail and bald. And then at one point, I just remember looking back up and he had hair and I rewound like three times and I couldn't find the spot where he found hair. No, just whenever he had all the tubes in him, we saw him like that where he has all the tubes in him and he looks like a Cenobite. And we didn't really see him like transition fully. So he did just show up with hair. Yep. He took the fucking hospital tubes off and then the next scene he just had long blonde hair because we hadn't seen him for like a couple hours, maybe uh, 10 minutes. Well, 10 minutes in the movie, but like. A what couple hours fuck? in, like, movie time. You know what That's I mean? That's not a better explanation. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. If you're, if, I, I, I will look, admit, okay, if, you're not play, if you're not paying close enough attention, you probably didn't even realize those are the same character. I didn't at first. I had to rewind because <laughs> I was like, I think that's Emperor Palpatine. I could tell from, like, his eyes. Right. But they didn't give me any, like, oh, hey, this is this guy now. He's getting stronger. He was just on tubes, and then all of a sudden, he's walking around, and he has powers again. So, for all of the random-ass dialogue over-explaining... How do you not fucking explain that? Someone couldn't have just walked up and said, oh, 
King Victor, you're looking fabulous now that your body's rejuvenated. Like that's you all just, you had to that's do. That's all you needed. That's so fucking annoying. You spent an hour and a half talking about how, how in out in detail. You spent an hour and a half discussing how a vampire needs to bite a werewolf. That's all it comes down to. Yep. And you couldn't tell me this dude found a toupee. Yep. Now, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like my one star for this movie is being generous. <laughs> I'm so fucking annoyed. <laughs> then Kate Beckinsale goes into the sewer. She shoots a guy until he twitches and strokes out and dies. Very over-exaggerated. And then she throws ninja stars at a dude. At, yep. at a werewolf. Silver batarangs. Explain the fucking ninja stars. They're silver. They're batarangs. Okay, they explained everything else. Explain the fucking ninja stars. They're silver. Explain it more. Tell me how the silver melts or something or how there's some kind of liquid in it, because that's what they do with the bullets. That was that was later. That was the silver nitrate. Okay. These are just silver. Silver silver hurts werewolves. Silver hurts monsters. Haven't you watched The Witcher? We're gonna move past the silver nitrate. What why couldn't they have just had silver bullets? They had silver bullets. Weren't those silver bullets that leaked out silver fluid? Yeah, that's what they made later after they saw that the werewolves were using UV bullets. They're like, oh, we could do the same thing and we could make the silver like where it melts into them. And then it's even worse than having it lodged into them. Okay, so it's like those bullets that like expand when they hit their target. Yeah, like those uh, mushroom things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, cool. They explained something. Naked Makes people. more deadly. Okay. Naked people. Uh, there's naked people, motorcycles are involved, and bald guy tells the naked people to put their clothes on. Yeah, I don't remember that part. Uh, there were just people, there was like, just werewolves, I guess. They turned to werewolves, they lost their clothes, now they're naked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that's it. Yep. I didn't need to say it. There's a, we find out <laughs> that we thought there was only a few werewolves left, and it looks like there's a ton of werewolves left. Yeah, did we find that out? Yeah, that's what happened right there. Okay. Doesn't seem like that to me. Because then Kate's all like, there's a den of werewolves. And they're like, no, there's not. There, We haven't seen a den like that in years. There couldn't be one. And she's like, you have to believe me. There's so many werewolves. And they're like, nah. Well, of course they wouldn't believe it because these werewolves are the easiest thing to kill. Later, Kate Beckinsale is fighting like five of them at a time. And she just puts like one bullet into each of them while they're leaping at her and they all die. Because that's when she has the silver nitrate. Okay. They hadn't developed it yet. So Kate goes back and she talks about stuff like, I want to win the war, but Lycans want to win the war. And then this idiot Shane Brawley gets on screen and that's when the movie goes downhill. You can stop. You can actually stop watching the movie now. Like once Shane Brawley makes his first appearance, you can just turn it off. Turn it off. It's a fine 15 minute short. <laughs> it's a fine 15 minute short. It really gives you the whole setup and end. It's a great, it's a great proof of concept for like a TV special. Yeah, that failed terribly. <laughs> Straight to DVD. And then this one, I realized that the movie is also kind of very much Game of Thrones, just with Kate Beckinsale. It's very fantasy driven, for sure. And then my note right here is that guy from that frozen guy from Arrow is wearing a white, um, like scientist robe and he has little glasses. Yep. Was he important? Because he seemed like he was going to be important and then he just never came back. He wasn't important. So I zoned out for a minute or two, and then I came back right when Forehead Guy was at the doctor's with his deep voice friend. Mm -hmm. Like, his friend is like, he's talking like this. The doctor? No, no. Oh, the, the fucking, big guy. Yeah, the big old dude. Like, I yeah. don't know. He was a lichen too, right? 
He was the one that got um, ninja starred. The the mega lichen? No, not necessarily. But he he's the guy that got ninja starred. He's a large man who turns into. Yeah, a yeah. Well, he's at the doctor's right now, getting his ninja stars removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, doctor, I really need you to remove my ninja stars. I got hit by a better ring. I was looking away from the screen, zoning the fuck out. It's like twenty minutes in, and then his voice captured my attention immediately. It was. <laughs> crazy crazy this should have explained just like where he came from and like how he got that voice being a lichen i guess well he gets the shurikens ripped out of his torso but don't worry guys kate beckinsale is you know werewolf batman with a gun and she's still trying her damnness to attain the greasy guy we'll never get rid of that plot point so werewolves attack naturally Celine kills like two werewolves really easily like I said and then a bunch there's like three more werewolves running at her mm-hmm. and she's standing in this hotel and she spins in circles and shoots yeah, the ground yeah, yeah, yeah this is where she does the thing the thing from the trailer yeah it's the most ridiculous thing ever she perforates the floor enough that she can just like stomp through it and go down like an elevator through all the levels you know the sugar, like the the uh, the cooked sugar part of Squid Games, where they have to like poke the circle with the yeah, pin? yeah 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 yeah. She does that to the second floor of a hotel. Yeah, and she just rides down like an elevator. And you're telling me that these werewolves can't just jump down that hole? Nope. What they're like? They're like fucking do- like a- everyday standard dogs that just see they like that a, little drop. They get and they're up like, to oh, the no. edge and they're like, uh. Uh-uh. Like, what are you fucking talking about? These are these are giant werewolves. They can't chase you? Because she just stands there for a long time. It's like, ah, oh, look at that. That was pretty cool. I did it. That's what she does the whole movie. She just stands there looking gorgeous. So this greasy guy, you know, he's running away from her. He gets in the elevator, and then he gets greeted by the forehead master. And Celine pops up, and she shoots the man. We probably didn't even say Celine is Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, um, she's just going to be Kate. Yeah, she's mainly Kate Beckinsale, but I did write Celine because I was like, okay, maybe I'll just call her by her name. Because I was like, oh, well, she's not in Click, so is she really an actress? See, that's the other confusing thing is that Celine sounds too much like Selena, which is Catwoman from Batman. There's too many, there's too many Batman synonyms here. Like, I, I'm just, it's a little confusing. Did you guys really like Batman? They must have. They must took have. a lot of took a lot of uh, liberties. Yep. So she pops up, she shoots the man whose forehead looks like a $5 foot long, and then he bites this guy and then, like, rips off his shirt, and now... Yeah, he bites Michael. Yeah, now Michael is, uh... It's not not going good for Michael. He's gonna be a werewolf now. He, he's starting the prophecy, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, he kind of just, uh, he being the forehead master, he kind of just stands there with his shirt off. This is awesome. He pops bullets out of his body in a very sensual way. He's, like, regenerating. It's like Wolverine. It was, but, like, he looked like he was enjoying it a little too much. I felt like he was, like, he, he was coming. It was awesome. Okay. If I if I could do that, I would come, too. This is where I lost all faith in Celine because she's driving the car. Michael's in the car with her. She's bleeding profusely, and he just looks at her, and he goes, Hey, uh, maybe we should pull over. You're kind of fucked up. And she goes, I'm fine. And I believed her. Like I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she's a badass. She's like this fucking vampire chick or whatever. It doesn't matter. She's bleeding. She knows what she's doing. And then he's like, yeah, well, maybe we should pull over because you're going to get us both killed. And again, she reiterates, I'm fine. I fully believed her. She immediately crashes her car. <laughs> Why did that happen? Because she wasn't fine. I know, but then 
after she crashes her car, he slams his fucking head on the mirror or on the on the fucking uh, on the on the on the window. Yeah. And then he swims over. He gets them out of the fucking car, takes them to shore. She's still all fucked up, passed out. And then he passes out. She wakes up. She's healed. And then he ends up waking up in her house being saved. These are all true facts. These are events. How does any of that make sense? How does any of that happen? It doesn't. It doesn't. Why didn't she just drive him back to the house? And if she healed between those like three seconds where he passed out after saving her, why did she pass out before and like crash the car and not heal before? Like, how did it affect her that much in that moment and then not affect her that much in the very next moment? Because vampires. That's fucking stupid. Because <laughs> it's really stupid. Because because lichens. <laughs> okay. Well, it made me really angry. And he he wakes up in her house. And then her other friend, the Game of Thrones friend, she's kind of just like staring at him and looking at his wounds while he's sleeping. And he wakes up. She freaks out and jumps to like the roof and then hisses at him. Why are vampires cats? I don't know. Why are they cats? And why is it why is she so startled? They do a lot of hissing. They she does the thing where she turns into a cat and or not turns into a cat, but like what a cat does and like jumps up and like grabs her claws onto the roof. Like why is she a cat? I don't know, but it doesn't track. Why are they cats and dogs for a second? Why are vampires cats and dogs? I thought vampires were supposed to be bats. This isn't this isn't sleepwalkers. Did they return to a bat in this? No. They didn't, huh? No bat or bat monster. Nothing like that. You know, it's crazy, too. Also, no lesbians, no uh, nudity, and no sexual assault. True. Maybe the first vampire movie ever to not get <clears throat> a wee bit rapey. Yeah, um, maybe it's just because it's not really a vampire movie. This isn't a vampire movie. No, if I was going to ca- categorize this, I would say it's a werewolf movie with a few people with pointy teeth in it. Because yep. they never do any vampire stuff. The only time they do any vampire thing is at the end when Kate Beckinsale bites him and turns him into the werewolf vampire hybrid. Yeah, because there's no having to be invited in. There's no familiars. There's no... No crosses. There's no, no garlic, crosses. no holy water. God damn, garlic, holy water. They do do sunlight. That is a thing, but that's the only thing. I don't know. Yeah, if I had to categorize this, this isn't a vampire movie. Yeah, it's really not. So I don't know why we put this on I'll Suck Your Blood. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what is a vampire movie that is vampires versus werewolves? Twilight. <laughs> okay. It's more of a vampire movie than this movie is. It definitely is, and this is kind of also Twilight. It does make you wonder. It, it, did Twilight just start as underworld fan fiction? Uh, let's not. Anyway, that's when Craven slaps Kate Beckinsale, and he's like, why are you in love with a guy who... Actually, just a man. He doesn't know he's a lichen. Yeah, at this point, he's just human. Yeah, he's just being pissed. Yep. And he, like... Were they dating? No. He just acts like a whiny, jealous boyfriend. I guess this is kind of, it's not sexual assaulty, but like, it's like, he's like, she will be my bride. Like, he kind of has that stance. I guess maybe this wasn't the first vampire movie that doesn't get creepy. (laughs) Well, she decides that she doesn't like him. She goes to the shooting range in response, and then a guy walks over and he's like, hey, this is a bigger gun. This has the silver nitrate bullets. There they are. He made them. 
Was Craven the forehead guy? No, Craven. No, is Craven. The he vampire. is the he's the creepy guy, right? The one yeah, we were just yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know Brawley. who forehead guy is. I keep forgetting his name. Okay. Well, we hear some story that never comes back about Craven setting a great blaze some time ago. He set set a fire or something, and then he retrieved like branded skin from a lichen, and then yeah. he like it, it put him in a history book. That all seemed like too much. Lucian. Lucian is is forehead. Lucian. 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 His name's fucking Lucian. Yep. Okay, so how how is all of this going on in the world, and the doctor doesn't believe that a lichen, that a lichen bit, uh, uh, Michael. Michael, yeah. How how is someone's name Lucian in this, and someone's name is Michael? <laughs> Pick a fucking lane. Well, the well the Michael guy is just a normal guy. He who gets turned into a werewolf. Lucian has been a werewolf since like olden times. If you are in a world where werewolves have existed since olden times, just name everyone Lucian. No one knows. It's a miss. Nobody knows that. The fact that no one knows is fucking stupid. No one knows. The humans can't know. How would they not know with all the... They're fighting on trains. How are they going to (laughs) know? Dude, the movie opens with them fighting on trains around a million humans in like a New York subway or something. And then this whole time they're like... They're like, humans don't know about this. And then he's like, what? This You got bit by a werewolf? That's impossible. What the fuck are you talking about? The whole world has to know that there's werewolves and vampires. They don't know, man. I bet they learn as the movies progress. We should watch them. I guess we can talk about the manhole cover of death. The manhole. I guess we can talk about the manhole. You want to talk about man, man men's holes? We're going to talk about the manhole cover of Destiny. Wait, is this Hobo with a Shotgun? But it was also like a Hellraiser puzzle on a... Oh, that one. Yep. Okay, I'm tr- I'm tracking now. That's a manhole cover, right? Uh, yeah, sure. And it, like, I don't know, summons Palpatine? Yeah, it uh, awakens him. All right. Well, mummy Palpatine is in there, and uh, she pours some blood in his mouth. Yeah, that's why, that's why he turns into a Cenobite, because she had to solve a Hellraiser puzzle box. Is that all it takes to revive... Or he, like, what, did he freeze himself like Walt Disney? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's the vampire version of that. Okay, so he mummified himself and he's revived by blood for, like, the prophecy. Yeah, not necessarily for a prophecy. That's what. That's why they get all pissed at her, because he wasn't supposed to be woken up for, like, another hundred years. Yeah, isn't that for a prophecy? I mean, not necessarily. They just have uh, a system for how the vampire elders keep staying alive. And two of them sleep while only one of them is awake. Okay. So. You got to understand the lore, bro. The lore is really important to the movie. Okay. Michael's hospital struggles don't go over very well. Um, He runs back to the vamp house and he goes, Celine, I don't know what's going on with my body. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll help you, bud. Let's go. And then fucking Salacious. What's his name? No, 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 uh, Akron? Lu- no. Lucian? Kraken. Craven. Craven. So Craven gets pissed and he goes, if you talk to him, you can't come back in my room. It's a no girl room now. Yeah, and Kate Kate didn't seem to care. No, she just left. And then they go on a little, uh, they go on a drive. Yeah, that's the other thing. She even has a fucking Batmobile. She does have a Batmobile. <laughs> 
And that's when she looks at him too. And it, I just felt like it was like a father daughter, like s- argument or something. Cause when he's like, don't come back to my room, she goes, yeah, well I woke up dad. Basically. Yeah. And he's like, Oh no, you didn't wake up fucking mummy Palpatine. Oh God. So now that he's awake, test tubes, medallion and all full Peter Brawley. Yeah. He, he scolds Peter Brawley the same way that I want to scold Peter Brawley in like real life. <laughs> But not enough. Still not enough. Yeah, I fell asleep during this like three times, and I had to. Re- I watched the last hour of this like three times. I'd say that's a lot. It's too much. Yeah, I'd agree. Also, I feel like this is the good point for me to say, even though I'm trying to defend this where I can. It took me three different attempts to watch the entire thing because it's not easy to watch. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. So then Peter Brawley goes. I got to tell you something under the strictest strictest confidence to a Game of Thrones girl. And she goes, it can wait. Here's my boobs. And then they have sex. Yeah. I don't think they even talk to each other after that. He tells her to bring him something to the car at one point. Well, there's sort of this subplot of her seeing that, like, you know, Celine gets all the attention and she wants to be the Craven's queen or whatever the fuck. And so she's like... She's like jumping in while she's while she's out of the picture. So it's a lifetime movie. Yep. It's soap opera. While they're fucking, the military is preparing for what? I don't know. Celine is still telling stories. This is an hour in the movie. Mm-hmm. We're an hour in at this point. Yep. This is when she took right Michael now. to like the interrogation room, right? Um yeah. Oh, when she handcuffs him. Yeah, isn't that where she was driving him to in her Batmobile? Yeah, she drives him there in the Batmobile. They kiss, and it's really a weird thing, too, where you don't even understand whether they like each other or not, and you still don't there's when no they kiss. There's no reason why they kiss. It, there's no, like, romantic tension that needed to be released. It's just, like, they're standing close to each other, and then they, like, slightly kiss. And then I assumed I was like, okay, well, this is just so she could distract him to handcuff him, but then later... Well, when it ends, they're like, it seems like they're maybe still a thing and they like each other, but I don't know. There's like, there didn't need to be a love story in this. Nope. I don't know why there is even hints of one. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be here. It makes the movie worse. It does. So they're kissing. She handcuffs him. And then... (laughs) So they're kissing. (laughs) And then uh, she tells him that when the full moon rises... He's going to change. He's going to want to kill. He's going to want to feed. And then she goes, well, you could always kill yourself. She just leaves him a silver bullet pistol. Hey, if you start to change, take care of yourself for you. Just just get rid of it. Just, you know, just go ahead and leave. (laughs) See you later, bud. But but it's this big love story. Even though she said, here's a gun, kill yourself. She just did the fucking Dr. Phil. Why don't you go kill yourself? So she heads back to the vampire hut and she comes face to face with the shriveling vampire form of, you know, Empire Palpatine. And then Greasy Hair is trying to escape his little prison. Off in the distance, there's a pretty cool werewolf train fight going on. It's mildly cool. Um, And it's facilitated by who I'm sure has to be a cast member of the Matrix. This is the guy that has the trench coat and the little tiny glasses. Yeah, this is uh, where they killed the other vampire elder, Amelia. I don't even remember them introducing an Amelia. <laughs> I remember them saying like, oh, we killed her and now we got rid of her, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I I don't know who she is. She was the vampire elder who was awake. She was supposed to come and wake up Marcus. 
and then she was supposed to go to sleep for like 300 years. Yeah, I don't remember them introducing her. Yeah, well, they talked about it a lot. You just weren't paying attention. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the lore, Caleb, the lore. So they end up in another sweet shootout and Celine shoots her way out of it like she does any other sticky situation she gets in. Any other situation, not even sticky ones, even even nice, easy, smooth situations. She feels the need to blast her way out of Amityville haunting. So we also see that Michael is starting to turn because he jumped out of the window with no injuries. And this I, I thought there's another moment where she was just telling him to kill himself. Yeah, but apparently she wasn't. She was like, jump out of there. And he's like, well, no, you already told me to kill myself once and I didn't do it. So why am I going to listen to you again? <laughs> Trust me. But then he kind of just falls out the window. He has no injuries. He's fine. So we're like, oh, he's turning into a werewolf. He's an immortal now. So can you please explain what was happening inside of Mr. Michael's body when he's first turning into a lichen or whatever? The bones are changing. No, 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 not that. It turned animated and it went like inside of his body and it looked like oh, they yeah. were like pulling his dick inside out or something. I forgot why it does that. I don't like that. There's this movie called Enter the Void that's about this dude dying, like this DMT dealer that dies on DMT and then like the DMT releases in his brain. It's like his whole like spiritual thing he goes on, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like this weird drug story. And at one point it just goes into a hotel, like this Japanese hotel, and there's two people having sex and it just like the camera shot is like inside of her vagina, but it's like a little bit animated. So you just see the penis going in and out. And that was what I felt like I was watching when I saw him turning into a lichen for the first time. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I think it was supposed to be his heart. It was his heart? I think. That sucks. Your heart looks like a dick, bro. Yeah, that's what happens when you get turned into a werewolf. Your heart turns into a dick. Damn, that's crazy. Well, this is when they finally explain, hey, we're melding vampires and werewolves. And then they're like, whoa, we're melding vampires and werewolves? Oh, crazy. <laughs> oh, I actually have a note. I actually have a note about that cop car. Sorry. Did you notice that that cop car is a fucking Mercedes? No, but I guess that makes sense. Why wouldn't it be? Is that a thing in the UK? Do they have Mercedes police cars? I think that's the thing in the underworld. That just seems like pretty extreme. I think Batman paid for the cops to have Mercedes. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that Vampire King punch that dude in the face and rip it in half with his fist? I don't know, but it was fucking awesome. It was pretty cool. That was like one of the only things I liked about the movie, but he punches him not even that hard. It didn't It didn't even look good. It was like a power punch. Yeah, and then when he falls on the ground, his face is split in half. It's amazing. <laughs> well, that happened. It was very fleshy. That was fine. He just power punches the doctor to death. And, uh, wait, was that... Was that Mr. Frozone? That was, no, that was the, uh, the other doctor. I don't remember another doctor. Cool. So now that big forehead guy, um, you know, he has grease in his palms, his grease weak, grease heavy, something like that. I don't know what's happening. Huh? What? Mom's spaghetti? Yeah. Okay. So grease forehead guy, he has Michael captured and he decides that he's going to take some of his blood through syringe and he takes some blood and he's like, ha ha, I'm fulfilling my blood mixing plan. I'm going to give everyone a werewolf AIDS or something. And then we see a lot of flashbacks. Michael's just having flashbacks the whole time and they're so fast and so blurry. You can't even tell what's happening. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know why the, the flashbacks specifically. I'm like, this is just unnecessary. It didn't need to be in the movie at all. 
everything that they explained, they had already said out loud previously. And then he was like, oh, my God, now I remember all the things that the audience already knows. That's the thing. This movie, like, it actually does a really good job of kind of storytelling and, like, laying out the breadcrumbs. But then it could have stopped there and just let the audience be smart and let you figure it out yourself. And it says, no, we're also going to show it to you. We're going to do both. Even though you're shitting on this right now, you're doing a lot better at being optimistic about this than I am because I feel like I've had the same voice for the past 50 minutes and the same facial expression. And the fact that this is the first like new video episode that's going to go out on the feed, everyone's going to be like, wow, does Caleb just always look like this when he's recording an episode? I'm going to go tell you guys right now, sometimes I have fun. No, Caleb hates fun. <laughs> well, this movie isn't. Well, this movie isn't fun, so what do I hate? Really? You hate, I mean, the, you hate the lore. You hate it. Okay, well, right here, I just wrote down some things. Uh, this is where Big Head watched Sonya die by sunlight that started the war. Uh, Father-in-law killed the bride so that vamps and wolves wouldn't cross. Um, can you guess what happens next? To fight in a sewer. Sewer fight. How many times did they end up in a sewer? There's just water everywhere. I don't get it. Why are they in the sewers? I guess maybe so humans don't know, but you're out there at train stations the other half the time. So does it so fucking matter? humans don't know, man. And it, back to the train. It's what? the underworld. Get it? How come every time they're fighting in public, it's at a train station? It's the underworld. The most public place? Under. Underground. Look, to be honest, I can't tell you a single thing that happened for the next 30 minutes, and I watched it three times. This is that this is the part of the movie where it's it's all just it's like this literally could have been 15 minutes and instead it's 45. There is five minutes of people walking around and then this is when Emperor Palpatine shows up with hair again. I watched this three times. Never happens. We don't get to see that. Nope. Bullets, bullets, bullets. Pew, Michael pew, pew. gets murdered in a very boring way. Yep. I'm not kidding when I say that he walks around a corner and he gets shot. <laughs> he there is a turn in a hallway. He takes the turn, and this guy just goes pa 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 pa, and he's dead. Which, to be honest, with as many bullets as are flying, you're like, how are you not just killing everyone? I would argue that before this, only two people got shot in this whole movie, and <laughs> five thousand bullets have been fired. And At for least. some reason, out of the five thousand bullets. Only three people get killed, and one of them is Michael, and he got hit with... I, I would say six bullets went into bodies in total, and four of them went into his. Yeah. <laughs> so he dies. He gets really blue and veiny really fast, too. And uh, he just kind of looks like a... Kind of looks like a... Like a soft penis. Silver nitrate, man. All right. And that's when a uh, big forehead pulls up. And I'm going to be honest. His blue veins are popping, too, but I don't, I don't remember anything happening to him. He didn't he fight Victor? I think so, but I don't remember it being that bad. No, Victor basically kills him. You think he's dead. Okay, but he also is Wolverine and can make bullets pop out of his body. So that's true. and that's why that's how he comes back for a second. Okay. Again? Yeah, he comes back for a second. Why couldn't he survive it this time? Because then he gets killed for realsies. All right. Well, before he gets killed for real, he looks at Celine. He goes, "No, I would like you to say it the correct way, which is for realsies." Before he gets killed for real, he looks at Celine. He goes, 
bite him so the prophecy will be fulfilled. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Is that, that Palpatine? That's yeah. perfect. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so Michael gets grabbed. He gets tossed into a puddle. And I know we mentioned that puddles happen a lot and we didn't like mention mention it. But like I said, I skipped so much of this. And Here's my, all the puddles. You get like 12 puddle splashes, man. 12 puddles right now. And also, I know I've explained why I'm skipping this a lot. But another thing that I came to realize is that this is a two-hour movie and I would really hate for anyone to watch this two-hour bore of a movie and then to have to listen to us talk about this for two hours after. It just sounds like a bad time. Nah, man. People like this movie. But we're we're making great time, though. We are. Because I told James right before this that I refuse to let this episode be over an hour and 20 minutes. Which, honestly, is probably good anyway. We probably go too long most of the time. We do. But this one especially doesn't need it. Like, if we dragged on this one... It'd be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it really sucks, too, because so many things happen in this that I don't even know how to, like, compare them to other things or make a joke about it. Because, like, you have to have something that's kind of funny or, like, is at least a thing to, like, riff off of it. Yeah, there's not much in the last half hour to 45 minutes to really make fun of except puddles. Yeah, no. So let's just make fun of the puddles, I guess. He gets thrown in a puddle and this is where he starts turning into Dirt Man. Um yeah we'll call him dirt man he's he turns into dirt man right now hang on hang on hang on so what? this is this is post bite right the post bite yeah he yeah. gets post post puddle throw yeah so that happens and then we have this scene that looks like it's gonna be a badass like werewolf transformation scene and it's like what's gonna happen what's he gonna look like now that he's half werewolf half vampire what's gonna Oh my god, this is so intense. And like he starts to turn into a werewolf and he looks like he's gonna be a giant monster, but he's not, and he's just himself but dirtier. It's like they started shooting that and they realized they couldn't finish it, and they were like, you know what, let's just use what we did and just make him look however the fuck. Like, why doesn't he come out looking like fucking man bat or some shit? Like with man bat with fucking like suckers on his hands. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah, I would have liked that. That would have been a better ending to this, but instead... He could have been a fucking beast man and just destroyed Victor. And he doesn't even know how to punch Victor. He punches him, like, <laughs> twice, and then he gets his ass beat. He gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and it's fucking stupid, too, because Kate Beckinsale is not injured. She has not been fighting this whole time. She's perfectly fine, and she's just watching the fight. And for a second, I was like, okay... It's kind of dumb that you're not helping him when you're just standing here and doing nothing. But then when she hops in and she starts helping him and she anime slices his head off, I go, wait a second... Why did why did this vampire werewolf hybrid need help? Isn't he supposed to be the strongest fucking thing and he should be able to beat this dude's ass? No problem. According to Lucian, half vampire, half werewolf, stronger than both. But that was a lie. <laughs> and it was easily weaker than, I would say, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale <laughs> could have beat his ass. Yep. <laughs> the only reason she did it is because she was on his team for whatever reason. That's still never explained either. I still don't know why she's on his team. Because they're in love for some reason. We don't know because they had a love story we didn't get to witness, even though we witnessed everything else that could have been witnessed. Well, that part I went over for a second. She slices the king vampire's head off Palpatine. She like, we don't see her do anything. She just pulls out her sword and then like, it's like the Kill Bill thing where like, you know, you slice off the head and then like you don't see it and then she pulls up the fucking sword and there's blood on it and then it goes back to him and you see like, I would say 
the stupidest looking line in his face. Like, it wasn't there the first time you go back. And then when you look at him again, it's just a black line on his face. Like, they just drew it on with right. Microsoft Paint or something. And then all of a sudden, it starts opening up. And then when his face sliced off, I mean, it did look really kind of cool when it sliced it was off. Awesome. And like, yeah, and like the insides of his head, it looked fine. It was awesome, but the movie needed like 12 more of those. Yeah, a lot more of that and way earlier. Yep. You can't do that at the end of the movie when I already don't care about it. Yep. Because then it doesn't matter. I agree. So, and really, that's all that happens. That, like, that's the end of it. That's the end. That's the end. She just goes, all right, well, let's walk off into the distance. And then she says, that's the end, but I feel like there's still like 20 minutes. Yeah, I feel like it needs an ending, but I don't want an ending after the two and a half hour or two hours, 15 minutes that I already watched. Like, I don't want more, but I know this movie didn't end. Yeah, there's just a monologue. They show that they're going to wake up Marcus. She essentially says that, like, she'll be an enemy of the vampires forever now and there's no going back. And that's that's it. Two vampire elders have been slain. One by my hand. Soon Marcus will take the throne. Allegiances will be made. And soon I will become the hunted. Then it ends. That's the fucking movie. That's it. I hate this so much. I hate it more after talking about it. I didn't think I could hate it anymore. This is such a piece of shit. I like, love this is it. a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> this is a piece of garbage. This is a terrible movie. I'm going to go watch it again right after this. The fact that people say, because I haven't seen any of the other ones, but the fact that people say that it gets worse after this is a travesty. How does it get worse than this? <laughs> this is so fucking bad. I feel like we have to watch the second one, man. I don't know. Just, just really see where it goes. If I watch the second one and it is worse than this, that's as far as I go in this series. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I, I guess I'd watch the second one just to see what happened, but I can't imagine it's not going to be a bunch of stupid fucking dialogue and nothing happening again. It might be great. I don't think it is. Um. So, yeah. There was this was a lot of nothings. There was a lot of kills. Um, didn't do a lot of vampire things. It's really not much of a vampire movie. There's a lot of sequels to it. A lot. There's like six sequels, which is way too fucking many. How was this movie? Um, I found one review on Letterboxd from Marmar who gave it three stars and said, "A movie about vampires and werewolves not getting along for centuries and eventually starting a war with a pale white girl being the main character saving the day." Wait, so this isn't Twilight? It's just Twilight with Resident Evil. Yeah. It. But but this came way first. Twilight Twilight is just underworld fan fiction. Yeah, but you know what I can say about Twilight? People care about it more. They shouldn't. People talk about it. They people, shouldn't. People rewatch it. They shouldn't. I disagree with everything you said, and I'm glad that this is that Twilight is watched way more than this. It it deserves the throne. It is the superior vampire movie. Disagree. Hard disagree. Superior. Okay, well, what do you rate Underworld? Three and a half stars. I think I think I still... Is that right? Did I do that right? I need to check my letterbox now. I need to make sure. I don't even know if you rated it. I didn't see anything. I thought I did. Um. Yeah, this is a one-star movie. I'm standing exactly by what I said at the very beginning of this. I'm not changing it for a second. I don't think I'm going to go lower because I guess in the grand scheme of things, this might be like a two, two-and-a-half-star movie max. But to me, this was a piece of shit. And my enjoyment factor was not even like a little bit over one. Oh. I hated this. Uh, I mean, like I said, I had to sit down three different times to actually watch it, but... Didn't you give Let the Right One in like a three and a half or something like that? I think so. No, you might have given it a higher rating. 
I would a hundred times watch this again than let the right one in. I hate that movie. Didn't you give Hell Comes to Frogtown like a four? Well, yeah. You think this is only a half star lower than Hell Comes to Frogtown? Yeah, because honestly, I think they're very similar, just in different eras. No. You hate to admit no. it. You hate to admit it, but this no, no, underworld, I'm not no, underworld no, 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 I'm, might no. be the Hell Comes to Frogtown of the early 2000s. Hell Comes to Frogtown has a cantina fucking bar where like they have like Star Wars frog people performing. It has Roddy Piper actually delivering jokes and saying lines saying. and giving plot points that have meaning the whole time. You know how everyone who did Hell Comes to Frogtown basically only other only does other Hell Comes no. to Frogtown movies? No, he makes roller skate movies too. <laughs> so I don't I don't think that's a good defense. He made he made roller gator. <laughs> that guy made roller gator. Why so. are we not watching roller gator? I'm down to do Roller Gator next, like, next week. Thank God. Yeah, let's do Roller Gator next week. I'm down. Roller Gator it is. Okay. I'm okay with Roller Gator. Is that horror? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we'll do Roller Gator. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but I love the name. Well, Anthony Carrera, you picked this on Patreon, um, on the Pick a Movie tier, and, uh, you're a real asshole for it. <laughs> I love glad. you, man. But I love it. <laughs> I love you, man, but you're a real asshole for doing this to me. I had a great time. We've been trying to re record this for probably like three weeks now, and every single time I've turned on the movie, it has just put me in the worst mood. And you know what's crazy? I hate found footage movies. I have watched eight found footage movies over the past two days so easily. Back to back, like three in a row, watching them all the way through, paying attention, and I could not, for the life of me, over the course of three weeks, get myself to put this movie on and watch past ten minutes. It's just because it's, it's just because it's so long and it's all the same thing over and over again. But even after, you watched it before and I was like dreading it and then you watched it and then you were like, you know what, it's not that bad and you gave it like some good like ups and downs and blah blah. You're like, it's, it's, a, it's a fun watch. You're like, it's right. long and it's kind of boring, but it's not a bad watch and I enjoyed it and I got a little more optimistic about it but still every time i turn it on it just did something to my psyche Ugh. that made me turn it off immediately honestly if i could watch it as a show in like 30 minute increments that's perfect yeah i don't know about perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> well would you recommend this no <laughs> okay okay <laughs> I recommend it if you can watch it in 30 minute increments and then turn it off and go watch something else. Go do something else. Come back to it the next day. I don't even recommend putting this on as a background movie. <laughs> this isn't even something to fall asleep to. This will make you stay awake just because of how fucking annoyed you are. It's kind of true. And it'd be so loud, too. Like, Yeah, so many fucking gunshots. They sound ridiculous too. Can we can we touch on that? The sound design for the gunshots is bad. The punches sounded terrible and they looked terrible too. Every time they did like an elbow on someone, I could tell that like they weren't even touching the other person's body. Oh yeah. It's and rough. they were just doing the sound effect to make it seem like it was happening. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> Bruce Lee would be ashamed of you people. Agreed. Anyway, that was all suck your blood. Um I had no fun recording. <laughs> I'll suck your ass if you suck my blood.
<laughs> the best way to keep up with everything I'll suck your blood, Horror Soup, and Night Shift video are to follow the Instagrams at Horror Soup and at Night Shift video. Follow my Twitter at Horror Soup Sucks. Follow our movie reviews on Letterboxd at Horror Soup Caleb and Night Shift video. Send any inquiries to horrorsoupyahoo.com. Do you have an email, James? You have like a night shift video at yahoo.com or something like that? Um, yeah, I have. If you don't, you don't want to. You don't I do. To. I have nightshiftvideo at gmail.com. No one sends me anything, but if you want to talk, go ahead. Okay. Nightshiftvideo at gmail.com. Um, and Horror Soup and Night Shift Video on YouTube. TikToks at nightshiftvideo and at Horror Soup. And I'm on Cameo at Horror Soup. And thank you to Tom, the Mute Members Only Club, for making this music that you will hear. Hell of a right. guy. Flying fuck face. Well, I am the one who's been wiping my ass with your cape and shitting in your coffin. If you don't give my girlfriend back to me, well, I'll take my revenge and yeah, you will see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your blood sucker. I'll stick you with a stake and watch you suffer. You pale skin, pulseless, pedophile freak. She's a century younger than you are. And while I can't my baby see, you're just a douchebag dancing in the dark. If you don't give my girlfriend back to me, well, I'll take my revenge, yeah, you will see. Yeah, yeah, you blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker. I'll stick you with a stake and watch you suffer. I'll tape magnifying glasses to your, your eyes. eyes and force you to watch the sunrise. sunrise. It'll come as no surprise when your stupid ass is pulverized. You blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker, you blood sucker, motherfucker, you blood sucker, blood sucker, I'll stick you with a stick and fucking watch you suffer.